War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 147. It is September, what, 6th? Yeah. It's uh, 529 in the afternoon and it is 91 degrees outside. Is it the 6th, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th? Yes, it's the 6th. This Bloggle Spot is brought to you by Prints on Paper. Auburn alum designed screen printed posters. Uh, they have the Auburn Creed, the Auburn alma mater and the Albert fight song in cool designs uh, just go to their Facebook page search prints on paper look for the shop now button enter in promo code warbloggle and get 20% off really good stuff alright so it's uh, Tuesday following the 19 to 13 loss to Clemson as as you know Twitter was during the game and and, and right after the game it the commentary has not changed a little bit. I think, you know, I wrote a, a, pre, a review yesterday that kind of pointed out some other reasons that Auburn lost. For some reason, for whatever reason, people want to harp on just the coaching, just the play calling, and act like that is the only reason. Now, you can say, well, we were down six with a few better play calls, that, that changes things. Um, maybe. You don't know that. Again, play calling has nothing to do with throwing two interceptions that happened in the five yard inside the five yard line and fumbling inside the five yard line. Also, play calling has nothing to do with the overturned pass that Carryon Johnson caught on the one yard line. Those those things don't have to do with play calls. And if those four things happen or don't happen, you know, whatever whatever it was, the game is different. Everybody's going, I have, I mean, on the, I post, this is like the biggest Facebook post I've ever had in the history of my Facebook, facebook.com slash warbloggle. I just posted a link to my review, and I mean, it's gotten hundreds of likes or dislikes or whatever, and almost 100 comments now with people just saying things like, this is the dumbest play calling dumbest game plan I've ever seen in my entire life. Ever? Really? Your entire life? Because you didn't understand why quarterbacks were being switched. It's the dumbest thing you've ever seen in your entire life. You need to see some more things. He, Gus had a plan. Last year there was no plan. The plan, well, the plan was to play Jeremy because he should have been the obvious starter. And then he imploded and it, threw, it blew up the plan. So after that, the plan was made up on the fly. This game had a plan. The plan was, especially in the first two or three drives, which were scripted, the plan was, hey, we're playing a team that's probably better than us. We don't, we did, I mean, obviously after the game, I don't think they're better than Auburn, but probably better than us. It's the first game they've been doing nothing but watching film on 2015. Let's change everything. Let's throw out every quarterback because according to Gus, obviously according to how long it took them to make the decision to name a starter, which may or may, may not have been real. They might have known the starter for a long time. Um, everybody, all three of them have a skill set that should be able to help the team. So during certain situations, they put Sean out there. Certain situations, they put Jerry there. Certain situations, they put John out there. It's weird to call him John for me. His name's John Franklin III, but just to call him John, that's kind of weird. Um, 
again, as I said in my review, I don't think Auburn should stick with three quarterbacks. And as Gus said today, they aren't. Sean is the starter. John Franklin is the decided second stringer. So that means they have whittled it down. Before it was Sean as the starter, and he did start, but only played one drive before they switched it around. Sean was the starter, and it was Jeremy or John. I think Jeremy fumbling on the two-yard line, which everybody, again, thought that was just a terrible play call that got stuffed. No, he fumbled the ball. He did not have the ball when he was going through the line. Um, and why would you not put a 6'6 person uh, two yards away from the first down? Or maybe it was the touchdown. I can't remember if we got the first down there or not. Why would you not put that person back there to run? Yes, everybody knows what's happening. But if you block, it doesn't matter. And there wasn't good blocking, especially in the first half. Maybe adjustments were made. Maybe it's because they stuck with Sean a little bit more in the second half. Uh, but there was no blocking. So, just saying, there's a lot more things than play calling. And no, unless if you're claiming that was the worst thing that you've ever seen, you're not thinking. He wasn't just throwing people out there every play going, yep, looks like you should go in now. Yep, looks like you, you should go in now. It had a plan. Did it work? Not really. And don't say you've got six months to game plan for this. You don't. You don't practice for six months. You don't know what the players are going to play like in fall camp. They didn't pick a starter until the week before. So, no, you're not planning for that. It was a game plan to throw Clemson off. And again, I think, I feel like the first half, which was when they were doing most of the switching, was a problem because of the offensive line, because of the blocking. It did not matter who was back there. When they handed the ball off to, to carry on Johnson, it didn't matter what quarterback was back there. When they handed it off, he had nowhere to go. That didn't matter if it was John Franklin. That didn't matter if it was Jeremy or Sean. Now, in the second half, for whatever reason, when John was in there handing it off to carry on, the holes opened up. I don't know if they started blocking better or because all of a sudden they started going, wait, that's John Franklin. He might run it around the edge. Let's, you know, we got two things to look at now. They're not, they did that. I'm low on gas. They did that as a plan to throw off a very good team that had been studying his normal plays for months. And they thought they had three able quarterbacks that should be able to run certain plays in the offense. You can claim it killed momentum, but you don't know that. Now, I will agree. If Sean White throws two complete passes and then Jeremy Johnson comes in the next play, I don't that I don't think that's a good thing. And I think Gussie will even say that. I think he said that during the press conference today. He said it kind of killed momentum. But I don't when it's a tip I say the decision is totally based on the situation. And you're trying to keep them off balance the whole game because you know they know what you're doing. Which they said the Clemson defensive coordinator pretty much said he knew some of the plays all were going to run, but they kind of know what you're doing. Because that, that's the thing about this offense. The first year, it was awesome because nobody knew it was happening. 
Then the next year, it got a little worse. Didn't actually get worse. People just figured it out. Then the next year, it got a little worse because people kind of figured it out. So what does Gus do? He tries some major wrinkles in it. But again, this offense is built on pounding, 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 blocking, blocking, blocking. Then you bust a long run or a long pass. And they could not do that. They could not open up anything to do three yards, three yards, four yards, three yards, four yards, three yards, and just grind them down on these first downs. They couldn't do it because there was no hole to run through. Again, carry on overturned touchdown pass, the two interceptions, the fumble, the overthrown ball by Sean White on the Lutzy play to Chandler Cox, pretty much wide open. Those are all plays that win the game. Those are the difference. That's two touchdowns. Carry on, which again, I'm not. That's not the one to blame on anybody. I think he caught the ball. They just saw the ball move when he hit the ground, but he had his arm on it, pulling it into his body. So they overturned it. That might have changed the game. I think we kicked a field goal on that possession instead. So maybe that's only a three-point difference or a four-point difference. But still, then Chandler Cox. Can't remember if that was the same drive or not. Whatever. Those were plays that were there that should have worked, regardless of who the quarterback was, that would have changed the game. Get off the, this is the dumbest thing, Gus has lost his mind. It had a good point. He It had good, um, I don't think the idea was bad. I just think Jeremy Johnson, again, threw an interception, fumbled, and it sounds like he's the third stringer now. And I saw some people go, why would it take you a game to figure this out? It's the first game. It's a non-conference game. It really doesn't matter. I know we want to win every game. I think Auburn should and could win every single game they play in every sport. But Clemson in the first game does not matter, especially since they're ranked number two right now. It doesn't hurt their SEC ranking, their SEC record. Auburn could win every game from now on, and they will go to the national championship. Guaranteed. If they won the rest of their games, they're going to the national championship. And if it took this game to figure out what Auburn has, I'm fine with it. I think you would be too. So... I mean, we've already got, I'm not even going to say some of the names I've seen already and the peep, the stupid people that want Gus fired because he switched quarterbacks when you didn't understand what was going on because you don't know what the playbook says and you don't know what his script was and you don't know what the play calls are and you don't go to practice and you don't really know anything about football either. That, I mean, it's the same people who are sitting there going, well, we, and, you know, two weeks before our first game, a month before our first game, going, we don't know who our quarterback is. He won't tell us who it is. And now you don't know why they're switching in and out people, so your your response is anger and confusion, or confusion that leads to anger, and this guy don't know what he's doing. You don't know what you're talking about. You're not at practice. I don't care if you know what a cover two is. 
or you, you played a little ball in high school. You don't know. I'm not saying you don't even know. I'm not saying you don't know about football. You don't know what they are doing. You are not in the meetings, the practices, the anything. You're not. So, we got Arkansas State this week. Gus mentioned after the game that he may play all three, but I doubt after what he said today he will. He said Sean's a starter. John Franklin's the second string. That's what he said. I don't think he mentioned Jeremy. He might have mentioned him in a question or two, but he did not mention that. So, I feel like exactly how I wrote it in the in my review of the game. Go read it. It's called It Was the First Game. Um, I feel like it's going to be Sean 90% of the time and John about 10. Maybe 80-20, 85-15, something like that. But I think we're going to see a more standard Chris Todd type offense. John Franklin and Carrion and maybe Chandler Cox will be the the Wildcats and um, Sean will keep will hand the ball off 90% of, 95% of the time and when he doesn't he's going to throw it or surprise the mess out of somebody with their with his legs so Trooper Taylor comes back to Auburn this week that'll be fun hide your towels alright Bloggle Spot number 147 done War Eagle